0: Hey everyone, Dave DeBoe with another episode of the Property Profits Real Estate Podcast. Today, zooming in all the way from the GTA, we've got Mitch Parker. And Mitch is a very, very experienced, not only a real estate investor, but a marketer and a, a salesperson of high value property. So he's going to bring a lot to the conversation. We're going to be talking about pre-construction condos. That's something I'm interested in because I've got zero experience with that, Mitch. So why don't we, first of all, welcome, glad to have you on on the podcast. And first of all, you don't mind, Mitch, why don't you explain to me exactly what is the whole pre-construction condo thing? How does it work? Pretend I don't, I've never heard of it before. What is this thing? I'm a hick from the sticks. Explain what (laughs) it is.
1: Sure. First of all, thank you for an amazing introduction. I think I'm going to get you to follow me around everywhere and you can just do that intro to everybody. (laughs) So basically I'm the vice president of a company called Hirsch condos. And what we do is we do the sales and marketing for real estate developers. So essentially they bring us in, we put all the marketing programs together and then we actually run the launch out to all the brokers and agents and essentially buyers to sell out their buildings for them. So, to touch base on what exactly pre-construction is, it's yeah. basically, you know, a lot of investors when they're looking at it buying a property, they're actually walking physically through a property, they're looking at it, seeing the condition. Whereas pre-construction, you're essentially buying directly off plan right from the builder. And so the main advantage of it for from an investment standpoint is is first access you're getting a project that, or a property that's brand new, never been lived in. So there's literally zero maintenance, zero repairs that need to be done. And because we're catering typically to a condo and a townhome market, the general maintenance and time required to put into it is pretty minimal compared to You know, when I first got into the business, it was through student housing, which is like the complete opposite end where you're so hands on, where this stuff is, if you kind of buy it, you put a tenant in, you can always attract a great tenant if you're buying smart. And, you know, and it's a pretty easy process.
0: Yeah, that makes sense. So you've been investing, I think, since 2006. Is that right? Yeah, I think that's, yeah, yeah, it's been a while now. Yeah, that's that's a fair chunk of time. So you start off with student housing. Then how did you get into this highfalutin? marketing business for for condos
1: well I graduated with a business degree and a specialization in finance and so I understood numbers really well and my dad was always an entrepreneur and I was always helping him with his business and while I was going to school and while I was and after I graduated waiting for my career quote-unquote to come out I was doing renovations and construction I always enjoyed doing it and so basically I saw the dots connect really well where I had all these skills And so it started to make sense. You know, all the TV shows at the time were hyping, flip this, flip that, make $100,000 doing this and and people with much less experience. And so I went to my dad and who was actually my first joint venture partner. And I said, hey, look, I can run the numbers. I can renovate, do the construction, the maintenance, all that. Just put up the money and, and hold the mortgage and we'll go from there. And so, yeah, we ended up looking for property. We found a student rental. And it made sense at a certain point to get my real estate license for A, access to the MLS. And then B, just you learn so much more about the business that way when you're in it. And that's the only way that you can learn is by diving right in and sort of gaining as much experience as possible. And so one thing led to another. And as you buy more property, and I'm sure you're familiar with this, Dave, and you can relate, but you know people start asking you, how are you doing it? How have you done it? And so naturally it just became more of like, getting a license for myself to helping other people do it. And then I I enjoy educating people and I love helping investors get to where they want to go to. And so naturally it's progressed from there. So I originally, I was selling homes, I was selling condos, and then I love business and I love the scalability of a business. So selling buildings allows me to do that where you can come in, you know, and in some days we're selling like 120, 150 condos in one day.
0: Wow. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's exciting. That's that's scaling things up. All right. So, Mitch, I've I'm familiar with some folks, especially in Toronto and Vancouver, who've made some pretty good money basically getting in on pre-construction condo deals and then selling their interest in that for a quick flip for a fairly fairly significant property and profit even before the damn thing's built. Tell us a little bit about how that works and and how you see that as an investment
1: strategy. Sure, so so what you're referring to is called assigning a property. So basically, when you're buying a pre-construction condo, you're signing an agreement of purchase and sale, which essentially allows you to close on that property when it's complete. Now, one of the options, and it's become popular with investors over the years, is before you actually take a mortgage and get the keys to the property, you can assign that contract. So if I originally paid $400,000 for a condo, two years later, it's worth $500,000, you're interested in purchasing a condo, I can sell the right to that agreement of purchase and sale to you for $500,000 and then I would make that $100,000 spread on it. Now, what I always caution investors to do is, like you said, you always hear people that have made like 50, 60, 100, $200,000 doing this, and that's kind of the ideal scenario. But because we're working in timelines that are three, four, five years out, it's just too unpredictable to solely rely on that strategy. So what I always tell clients is, look, if you can assign it down the road, and make a fortune and that's what you wanna do, that's awesome, but you have to have that plan B where you're gonna close the property, put a tenant in and and sort of ride it out until the values are stabilized. And you know, at the end of the day, that's really how you build the wealth. It's by keeping the properties, paying down the mortgage or having a tenant pay down the mortgage. And I think you thank yourself at the end of the day for it.
0: Yeah, it makes sense. So if, for those of us who aren't familiar with the condo market, why don't you kind of just briefly walk us through, what is the time frame like how long does it really, really take on average to get one of these projects from, from inception to ready to go to, to livable?
1: Yeah. So by the time a client or a potential investor sees a condo for sale, there's probably already at least three years to four years into that, from a development standpoint. So that's when they buy the land, that's if they have to change the zoning, work on the site plan, do the drawings, put the marketing program together and do all that. So like we have a project coming up now that it's been in the works for like three years with our company. And so we're finally seeing the fruition, but in general, if you're building, call it a mid-sized building, so somewhere between 25, 35 stories, from the time you purchase it to the time that you'll get the keys could be three to four years.
0: And how does it typically work from like the buyer's standpoint? So let's say I want to, you guys do the marketing for this. I find out about it. I go see the, the open house. Well, yeah, go, go see the open house, however that works. Yeah,
1: or sales center. You generally walk into a sales center. Yeah, yep. yeah, yeah,
0: And then I say, okay, I'm interested. So how much am I usually putting down as a deposit for something like
1: that? Right. And that's a great question. You know they vary throughout, but what you can standardize generally across the industry is you're going to have 20% down. Especially because a lot of these are going to be investment properties, so it's going to be the standard 20. The advantage is you're not putting it all down at one time. So you are generally going to put 5,000 with when you sign the deal, and then in Ontario you have what's called a 10-day rescission period. So by law. You actually have 10 days to think about it, think about your purchase. And if you want to proceed with the purchase, then you don't have to do anything. And if you want to cancel the deal, you have to sign a mutual release, but you get deposits back and you sort of walk away. It was a rule that was put in place when the condo market was absolute insanity and people were literally fighting over condos. And so the government stepped in and they said, look, this is crazy. I mean, you can't walk in, buy three condos and have no recourse. So they implemented this 10 day cooling off period, which I think is great. It's great for everybody. It allows you to take a step back and make sure that it makes sense for you. Mm-hmm. But then, so, so a typical deposit structure would be like 5,000 on signing, balanced to 5% in 30 days. And then your next 5% might come six months down the road, and then you might have another five a year, year and a half down the road. So it's staggered out pretty well, which is one of the nice advantages of doing it pre-construction.
0: Yeah, okay, so, so. Over typically over what complete time frame are you paying in your your twenty percent down? Is that
1: so? The, so to give you an idea, the, the building that we're launching now, you're going to have five percent in thirty days, and then you're going to have another five percent in six months. Then you're going to have another two and a half percent in a year, two and a half percent in a year and a half, and then your last five is doing occupancy when you actually get the keys. So it adds up to twenty percent, but it's, it that'll be staggered over call it you know the made the majority of it over a year and a half.
0: Okay, perfect. And then most people are just getting typical bank financing at that point for the other 80%. Is that correct? Correct, exactly.
1: And so, you know, some people put up a little bit more. Some people, you know, if you can get a loan to cover part of those deposits, you can do that as well. It's really up to the purchaser what they can do. Yeah. All
0: right, so it sounds like you've been working in the industry for quite a while. And just out of just out of curiosity, like huge big picture perspective, how does this work from like the developer's standpoint? Like, you know, it's this three years of, three or four years of work before you even put a shovel in the in the dirt kind of thing, it sounds like. How yeah. does that all work? And, and typically, you know, a building like you're talking about there, what does that sucker cost to put together? And just out of, you know, general speaking, what kind of, what kind of profits are, are the developers
1: making at the end of the day? Yeah. I mean, so everybody has this connotation that like builders are just swimming in money. Like they're diving into this pit with like hundred dollar (laughs) bills. And it's changed a lot over the last, I would say like five to 10 years, construction costs have really gone up. Development fees from the city have really gone up and that squeezed a lot of the profit margins. I was looking at a stat just recently and it was something like, Development fees from the city make up, I believe this, that was like 28% of the actual cost of your wow. condo. That's so, you know, when people talk about this, especially in Toronto and the GTA, lack of affordability, and you're looking for some solutions. I mean, I would look to that right away. And I'd say like, how could we reduce that down to even like 20% and bring prices down a little bit and help the, the buyer get into the market. And from from a developer, you really have to have this vision. You have to be able to look at a neighborhood and say, where is it now and where is it going to be in 5 or 6 years and you're you're taking a risk and these guys are taking big risks i mean they're putting up their own capital they're investing their time into it you're into you're into hundreds of millions of dollars with these things and so you know they do they get paid well for sure but i would say it's a direct correlation of the incredible risks that they take as well
0: yeah no that makes sense fascinating stuff so what are some of the, I mean, obviously you're a big proponent of this. You, you guys sell these things. What, what are the, what are the pro you talked about the pros and I, it makes a lot of sense. You get a brand new, you get a brand new unit, whether you're going to limit yep. it, you're going to rent it. You got zero maintenance issues to think about the condo associate That's your condo fees, take care of all the maintenance and all that kind of stuff. You've got year and a half, two years to pay in your deposit while the thing's getting built. It could could go up in value fifty, a hundred thousand dollars between the time you sign on the dotted line and the time you actually take possession. So those are all a lot of great things. What are some of the the potential pitfalls if you're not in a good project?
1: Yeah, so I would say the major one is you always want to be working with a developer that has done it before and has built that kind of product before. You know, a lot of headlines have come out about projects that are not going ahead or not getting built. And I think that's probably the biggest risk is typically buyers are protected. So your money that you put in a deposit goes into a lawyer's trust account. It's never held directly by the actual builder as long as it's being done legally. And so that's a major protectant. But, you know, you don't want to put deposits in, wait for four years and then just get your deposits back.
0: Yeah. Plus, there might be litigation. There might be a big hassle trying to get your money out.
1: Exactly. So that's one of the biggest risks. I think you're pretty protected. But again, you're losing that time. And at the end of the day, that's really why we're doing all this stuff. Right. We're trying to buy our time back. I'd say the other thing is some people like buying houses because they ultimately have the control what they can do with the property, what they can do with the lawn and the outside of the house and this and that. With condos, I mean, you own a box in what is one of many. So you're a little bit restricted in that sense. So I think condos have to be your style and and it has to be what you want to invest in. But it comes down to personal preference at the end of the day.
0: Makes sense. Perfect. All right. Well, time definitely flies when we're having fun here, Mitch. So if people want to find out more about
1: you and what you're up
0: to, what would you have them do?
1: follow me on Instagram. It's Mitch Parker R E, like for real estate, or just add me on LinkedIn. I would say the other thing is I love helping people and answering questions and chatting real estate investments. So definitely if you're watching or listening, like don't be shy. Reach out to me. Let's chat. Let's connect. I'm a firm believer that your network is really everything and who I know can only help you and get you where you want to go faster. And likewise, I mean, if we connect and you end up being a great connection, there's benefit in it for me as well.
0: Awesome. Very good. Mitch, thanks very much for sharing a little bit of knowledge and experience around condos.
1: Thanks, Dave. I appreciate you having me. It's been great. All right. All right, everybody.
0: Thanks a lot for tuning in. We'll talk to you on the next episode. Bye-bye. Well, hey there. Thanks for tuning into the Property Profits Podcast. If you like this episode, that's great. Please go ahead and